Hey there, folks. I uh, wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor, in our opinion, is the easiest way to make a podcast today. First off, it's free, and we obviously like that. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer or even your smartphone. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on all the big name streaming services, talking Spotify, Apple Podcasts, a bunch more, all the places you listen to our podcast. You can generate money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are getting into podcasts or it's something that interests you, then download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, and welcome to this week's iteration of the Two Loud Adams podcast. Hey, we're freaking loud. There's two of us. We're both named Adam. And we're probably too loud, too, but hey, just let us know. So we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, we got not all two, of it's happy. Not all, no, not, not much of it's happy, but we got some happy we'll cover. Um, we've had two games since our last recording, uh, a loss at home. Um, I don't want to say unexpected loss because New York Red Bulls, too, are a, a formidable side, but a side that we've never lost to before. Um, yeah. So in that sense, unexpected. And it was at, at home at Seger Field. And then an away loss to uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Yeah, that one was a bit more of a downer, especially considering how much of it just compressed into the first 20 minutes. Yeah, well, first twenty, first ten minutes, and then last ten minutes, right? It was like the twenty Basically. minutes of the game. It w- was all that the goals were scored. If you missed the middle, you didn't miss much of anything that led to uh, yeah. a change in the scoreline. At least, yeah. if you walked away after the first eight minutes, I couldn't blame you. But we'll get into that later. It hurt. It hurt. Jumping right into that New York Red Bulls to home loss, we all were ginned up to to get into uh, the second home game at Seger Field. Um, and, yeah. and looked at the lineup, when you look at it, it was almost identical to what really worked at Hartford. We, we, we came against this strong Hartford side and played uh, one of our better games in the season, even though it only resulted in a point that came out of, out of, coming out of Connecticut. Yeah, that was, that was also kind of a downer the way that, you know, it should have been a 2-0 victory until they brought on a guy who just had two really good free kicks and suddenly it became a draw. But we weren't going to be stymied again like that, right? Well, that's what we thought. And so we brought the same lineup out and uh, New York Red Bulls too seemed matched to it. The the one change, the one significant change, right, was, was that was Colin Miller back in the sticks. You know, we know Colin to be a a more than capable goalkeeper. We seem to be really lucky and blessed right now uh, between the sticks with, with the amount of talent and saves that we're getting um, and, and what turned out to be a USL championship uh, team of the week performance, unfortunately didn't result in a win, uh, a two to three yeah. loss. Yeah. We just, we were, we were playing catch up the whole game um, and, and nabbing two goals behind Kairu Mustafa. By the way, shout out to Mustafa there. He, uh, you know, he's been pushing uh, the pace forward the entire time he's been on the field this season. It's glad to see it finally pay off for him. Yeah, he's going to be a part of our, our, I feel like, our podcast conversation, not only in this episode, but but also pretty uh, Pretty much throughout the season. So if you're tired of hearing us praise him, well, tough shit. That's right, because he's he's the man. He's super fast. Uh, He's very pacey. Um, He gets in behind defenders, and 
you know, I look, I, I we're, we're going to be critical here also. I'm going to tell you right now in the Too Loud and Adams podcast, we're going to yeah. be a little critical. And one of the criticisms I have is I don't like the balls over the top that, that we continue to try to play. Um, but, but nonetheless, when you have players like Kairou, you can do that. They, they're, they extend the field. They, they create further opportunities without having to rely on your midfield, you know, creating those opportunities. I, I think that he, he certainly provides an extra layer on the attacking side. Without him, it, it, it's tough. It can be tough, but yeah. So it was great to see him get his first pro goals here in the USL championship. It was, it was awesome. Um, I, I think a number of players, you know, in spite of the three, two loss, um, you know, despite of it being a loss against a team we've never, we've never lost before. I think that there are a couple of players, you know, Gabar coming off the bench, uh, I think did a great job. I, I think Michael Gamble's really war- warming up to his, his number 10 role. Um, and uh, the, the, the the fans vote uh, at the stadium. Uh, not going to say it's our vote uh, as man of the match, yeah. but was was Colin Miller. Um, that, that's who by, by overwhelming um, majority. That's who who was given the man of the match. Yeah, um, I think he, had, he did the best he could with the job, but the but at the same time. Uh, it's difficult to justify, I think you've said this in the past, it's difficult to justify giving the man of the match to a goalie on a, in a losing effort, isn't it? Yeah. It's not to say, hey, look, you know, let me – it's hard. So he did a great job. He, I heard a lot, of, a lot of fans, you know, make the point of – He did make a very good save off that rebound. Off he made the, lots. Off the missed penalty. Yeah, lots of really good saves, including he has been uh, a, a major stopper for penalties uh, this season. Not only there, yeah. he also did one in Hartford. He's been a stud between the sticks, and he made a lot of great saves that game. Um, but I, I've got a rule uh, I abide by, and it hasn't needed to be broken yet, in my opinion. But goalkeepers don't get man of the matches on games where we lose, and strikers don't get man of the matches on games where they don't score. And and that's just an, that's an unfortunate reality. You know, like you look at like – some of the more talented distributive strikers in the world. And, you know, some of them even have world cup rings like, uh, like Olivier Giroud, for instance, but they're not always necessarily the one behind the strike. And I, I'm sorry, that's, that's a huge asset to have on the field and, and it's great, but it isn't man of the match. It isn't going to get you the golden boot. And, and I, so, Hey, I, that, there, that is, there's, there's that. So sometimes you just have to be content with being a, a key member of the team. Yeah even if you don't see your name up in lights, it's yeah. it's this thing that I see with Michael Gamble so far in this season. To go back yeah. to the point. He's, yeah. not, he's not very, he doesn't seem to have much of a presence on the field, but I guess it's kind of a good thing that he helps facilitate the others who do. I think up until these two games he had, and I think that these two games have been uh, a, a breakout for Gamble. I think that um, maybe he wasn't comfortable in his role on the left, um, or just his role as the number 10 for our team. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think that he actually stepped up to the plate, uh, these two, and, and we'll get more into him because I think he had a stellar performance against Pittsburgh. But um, on, let's, real quick, let's just but anyway, talk about but yeah, but having said three that, goals. Yeah. I, I was going to say, that, so the first goal, you know, you, you can't help but say, oh, here we go. We're burned over the top again. Um, defense is either sitting too high or whatever. Um, yeah, it just yeah, Saravia kind of got uh, caught flat-footed there, and I think the whole defense did. I think I think unfortunately, very unbecoming of him. I think so did Shane. Um, yeah, it was. 
kind of a bummer. It's just Saravia was the closest to him at the time, so that's what I remember. Sure, but sure. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, if Shane also had, you know, was a little slow in getting back by the time they saw the ball coming up. Yeah, and, and so you you want in those situations the ball's coming through. You you want uh, the goalkeeper. You you want Colin to come out and yeah. and kind of narrow that gap, narrow. Uh, shorten the angle, I guess, or, you know, whatever we want to say, shorten that angle that the, the striker has the opportunity. And that, that didn't necessarily happen. And um, you can't expect Colin to come up with, with a save there. That's just, he, he gets put in a really, really raw position. Even the pro, even the pro, most pro goalies have uh, trouble with the, you know, going people on. Score, one yeah, on one. People score goal in champions league finals. So at every level you're going to have the breakdowns. I mean, that's yeah. regardless, but I just, I think I think there could have been a lot better um, on on every level for that. You know, the second goal was I I've got another the other thing about the the defensive line sitting too high. The other irk I've got going on with our team right now is playing out of the backfield. I think that um, you know on the second goal that I when I looked at the clip, I think it was a miscommunication between Mel and uh, Wheat there, and they just well, Colin's still focused on thinking he got fouled. The, the, the defense is trying to play out of the backfield; they're making mistakes, mm-hmm. and and you know, look, man, it, it's easy for me to sit here with this microphone in my face and, and be critical. It's so easy to to yeah. to make the 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 critical analysis as opposed to be paid to actually make the decisions. And Coach Martin knows what he's doing; he's a smart guy yeah. um, with with a with a pedigree and a, and a record to 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 put on a wall and, and brag about but I at the same time I, I I don't understand the playing out of the backfield because what ends up happening is we cleared anyways yeah. but uh w- with with less you know intent behind it and so playing out of the backfield the ball gets uh it gets stripped and next thing you know they're having a, a clean shot on goal that shouldn't have been allowed it shouldn't have been yeah. the, the opportunity shouldn't be given I, I just I was just thinking you know I was looking at that clip and it's like you see him have like seeing the striker there have 10 feet of space on either side. Yeah. And he, and uh, they're trying to, you know, they're basically daring him to take the shot and he yeah. does. And Mel and uh, we are almost running into each other there. That's its own thing too, is the daring him to, you know, I, I, I almost wonder if there's a trust issue going on right now in that Maybe. back line. But they should, but they're, cause usually they're, usually they're better than that when I watch them. Yeah. Well, the Shane and uh, Shane Wheat and and, uh, And Timmy Mel, Mel, that combo has been uh, stellar. I think it's been the best combo that that Coach Martin's tried so far. Nothing against Adam Lindegaard. I think he's super talented. Uh, I think he had a great game coming in off the bench at at Pittsburgh. But but I think that they're 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 it um, Mm -hmm. moving forward right now. And okay, so how about the uh, third goal? Okay, so third goal I think is a lot of people's fault. Uh, I, I, that one I don't want to blame on on Colin. I don't want to blame on playing out of the backfield. I, I think Green ends up losing it on that on that left side, uh, if I remember correctly, and because he's drawn so far forward, which it isn't something that's you know yeah. I don't I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think uh, Green or, or Greeny. I think you yeah. correct me. In that case, time. yeah. In that case, Elvis Amo uh, was tracking back yep. into that's the right. box, and it just. You know he's not he's, he's not usually there to be the defender. He he gets back though is the thing, but and I just don't think back. I don't think he should. I, I don't yeah. I don't think that he is designed to be a a destroyer midfielder um, that yeah. that can do that. I don't think he defends very also, well. He does a lot you, of things very well, but and not also if you look at the clip, he's watching Colin. He's not watching the ball, and by the time he realizes where the ball is, it's too late. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so. 
and uh, Clark a, puts that across the uh, across for the goal, third goal. Yeah, and and and, and you got you got uh, someone screening uh, Collins. You can't see. You're right. Absolutely yeah. right. And so ball it's just a breakdown all around um and i think it started with a bad decision on the the, the left half um or the left wing i guess but but a little bit yeah. further forward than you want your fullback to be playing and uh man and it was a team team breakdown but but we hey look we weren't the only ones getting scored on that game um yeah. there were two wonderful goals i i think the, of of the five goals scored that game, the best yeah. two were by our team, and both of them were scored by Kairou and Mustafa. Yeah, he's been like I said earlier. He's wanted that. He's been you know pushing forward for this the entire season. Now yep. he gets two of them in the same game. Two of them, and, and he, yeah, he opens his record, and uh, and we're stoked to see him continue to to yep. add to it and add tallies to it. Um, that first goal, I mean. The, the ball from Gamble across is, yep. is beautiful. It's perfect. I think that uh, I'm stoked for Gamble. Yep. Just a textbook uh, play there, taking advantage of a giant gap in the defense and uh, yep. putting it in. Well, and, and he cuts it back, you know, very fluidly, and he gives himself the space. And then he he continues to, to, to add to that by risking his body. I mean, that, that's it's a very, very risky thing to do to put yourself in that position, and he gets clocked by the defender, but he ends up still <laughs> having the pose you know, to, to, to finish that ball and, 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 and knock it in past yeah. the goalkeeper who's still in front of him at that point. So uh, huge props to that first goal. And the second goal, nothing The second goal, it. yeah, it was a little more messy there. TKD and Fawol accidentally uh, mm -hmm. running into each other there. But uh, yeah. the ball Luckily bounces to a Mustafa. And, uh, he, he creates it, though. So like, he takes advantage of it, yeah. Yeah, he, he creates that goal by himself. He wins the ball. He drives it upfield. He's got a, a streaking run where he's burning people with the ball at his feet, which is something he hasn't done consistently this season. He's, he, he burns people without the ball, making runs. But yeah. um, he, he does a, you know, a rather Eden Hazard-style run up you know, through the defense Ooh. and then creates yeah, this opportunity. I mean, absolutely, if he had scored it from that run, I mean, it, it would have been contentious for the goal of the season for the entire championship. <laughs> but yeah, he, he – he, he drops it over to TKD. It doesn't get fed through to Fawole. And then next thing you know, he's able to get back and clean it up, which is awesome. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So anyways, I guess that's why uh, Cairo Mustafa is our, uh, the official two loud Adams man of the match. That's right. By, uh, so unanimous he is, decision. He, uh, he is our, uh, our man of the match. Um, and again, a contentious decision. We've, we've had a lot of, uh, a lot of individuals who, who've, from the from the Loudon Stampede, who obviously were very tied uh, tied to, who are adamant that we're incorrect in this decision, and that's okay. <laughs> they they have every right to, to yes. think that. Um, it's okay. They can be wrong too sometimes. That's right. So you know, a big shout out. I I, I, I we love you, Stampede. Don't hate, don't well, hate us for this. <laughs> I can't I can't say it enough that Colin had a great game. I, I'm not saying he didn't. Um, I, I think he was absolutely a part of our conversation for for man of the match at every stage of the way. Um, yeah. but it just, it's the fact of the matter is that we did lose. And I think that those goals could have been, could have been, it, there's more that could have been done on them. Um, but that's yeah. nothing against Colin. I think Colin is a stud keeper. Yeah. I think that we've got two great keepers based on, um, what we've seen so far. Um, and, and potentially more, cause we haven't seen what Johnny Mendel, who was on the bench that game yeah. is capable of big shout out to, uh, to Johnny Mendel who finally made it on the bench. And uh, and we've got yeah. another goalkeeper who's been on the bench a couple games uh, by the name of 
We've got Johnny Mendel. We've got Teddy Hutman, who's also popped up on the roster as another camp body. And uh, Sebastian Conlon. Conlon. Is that the one? I hope I pronounced it right. But, yeah, number 44, he wears the 44 jersey, though he hasn't shown up in a game yet, I think. Yeah, maybe that's... He might have popped up on the bench while uh, Lefebvre was uh, going through uh, quarantine, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. But we've got a couple of uh, of youngsters also who are cycling through the but bench. But, yeah, Mendel and, Mendel and Hutman and Conlon, those are our uh, academy uh, bodies who are also keepers. So you so you got our, our our man of the match. You got our – that's our review. New York Red Bulls 2, let's put it away. Let's forget it. Let's never let it happen again. We're going to beat up on them every time we play them in the future. Yeah. We've got one other game against them. And it's our second to last home game, I think, of the year, if I recall correctly. We got four left, so we're gonna we're gonna put that away. We're gonna put it in our pocket and we're gonna sit on it. Um, and yeah, then we're gonna and we're gonna stomp stomp him for another seven to three match when it comes. Yeah, here. fingers fingers crossed. Seven fingers crossed. If I, um, that I if I if I jinxed if it turns out I jinxed it by this time in October, uh, yeah, blame me. That's right. We'll, we'll do My that. name is Adam Davis, by the way. No, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. That is not true. Lying <laughs> through his teeth right now. Okay. But, no, okay. Right. But so, let's move on to the next match. We're definitely yeah. going to come back strong in this one, right? Well, we, well yeah. So <laughs> we, got, we got Pittsburgh Riverhounds away. This is a tough matchup. Everyone knows Pittsburgh Riverhounds are the cream of the USL championship crop. No one is sleeping on them. Uh, to potentially make a run to the final uh, the championship game. So we're walking into Pittsburgh. We're walking into to high point um, and, and thinking uh, not only is it so cool that a railroad track runs on one side of their stadium, but also like this is going to be a tough one, man. Like getting yeah. out of here with any sort of points is going to be a tough one. We knew that going in. We knew it going out. We, we know it right now and we'll probably know it tomorrow. I don't know. So, um, <laughs> Formation changes. Let's let's talk formation changes, right? Yeah. So there were, whereas we saw New York Red Bulls two, it stayed the same pretty much for Hartford. We got big changes talking uh, against Pittsburgh Riverhounds. What, what what were those what were those changes, Adam? Well, among the changes was uh, this guy. I honestly never this kid. I honestly never heard of until I saw his name on the starting lineup. That's right, Isa we Murashiro. We were texting say, when that lineup came out. Like, who is yeah. who is this guy? Yeah, I had to do some digging on him. Maybe we'll do a, pro, a deeper dive on another episode. But uh, Issa Murashiro, uh, born in Bethesda, who uh, showed up in camp a couple times for uh, the Ivory Coast uh, youth squad. Whoa! And okay. uh, unfortunately, I don't know much more about him other than he's been in DC United Academy since he was 13 for a, uh, for, uh, as a defender. Yeah, so he's obviously talented. Um, if Coach Martin gave him the nod, he, he's either he, there's right, there's two yeah. scenarios. Right? He's either talented because Coach Martin gave him the nod to start in a big game against Pittsburgh, or we're really hurting uh, at the fullback position. Um, yeah. I don't know if, if Saravia Saravia is is injured. I'm not sure what's going on. Obviously, Pebo wasn't even on the bench, um, but he's been playing more of an attacking role. Than that, than a uh, defending role. So no, I, I know Farin, Dambro, and Mustafa and Dewey were on the injury list uh, at there the we go. time. Yeah. And, and and Dambro is an as a person who could fill in that that role. Um, you'd think pretty seamlessly, and hopefully we get him back pretty soon. But yeah, he's been injured for a while though this season, hasn't he? Yeah, I think so. We brought him back though. So 
so either way, um, one of the two is true, right? He's either a stud who who maybe didn't have the best first outing, uh, getting subbed pretty pretty early on in the game, or we're just Sorry, hurt. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. He also did get subbed out pretty early for uh, Williamson, but we'll get to that in a moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so other, other changes um, on the formation yeah. side. Other changes was, you know, TKD in a central uh, attacking yep. midfielder role, which I found, which I know I, at least on paper, I kind of support it, honestly. Yeah. So absolutely. Um, I, you know, I like tinkering with the attacking side, trying to figure out what works and what gets your, your strikers going and taking, you know, whereas I, I thought that, Fawole and Endor played well off of each other in the Hartford game. I thought they did not play well off of each other in the New York Red Bulls game. Yeah. Um, so, so taking taking a change to the the, the formation and and oh yeah, and Fawole also getting the starting spot yep. as starting number nine up top. I, I agree with that. You know, being that Endor, you know, we love Endor, but he is on loan to us, and so you know, maybe going with the youngster who's got a little bit more potential in the future. Go, you know, slot him up top, throw Endor on the bench. And then on the right, um, the right wing, the the big change that nobody wanted to see. Nothing against yeah. Tyler Cabrera. We loved seeing Tyler Cabrera. I think he had a st- stellar game. I think he did a great job. But we didn't want to see a game without Kyra Mustafa, who yeah. is unfortunately uh, he had to ride the game out um, in the hotel with an injury. Uh, but it seems yeah. as though it's not significant. So hopefully we see him. Um, on Saturday against Hartford. Yeah, I wasn't too – yeah, I was kind of scratching my head on the Gabara on that being placed on the uh, right side. I mean, I get, I understand uh, putting TKD in the, uh, you know, in the attacking midfield, but uh, – central attacking midfield. But if you're going to do that, I you need somebody who's a little more used to that wing. Yeah, uh, we – You know, backing him up. I think the, the, the positions are, are a bit more fluid than what we're used to seeing um, yeah. for other teams, perhaps, you know, under coach Martin, I think he, I think he kind of is uh, everybody can be in anybody at any time uh, type of individual, maybe with perhaps the exceptions of goalkeepers, center halves and strikers. But yeah, I don't know if that's the best position that suits uh, Tyler Gabara, but at the same time, I think it suited him that game. I think he did very well. I think he created lots of opportunities and I think he was in contention for man of the match. I don't, we, we didn't give it to him. I'm sorry, Tyler, but um, there, there was that. Uh, I think that he had a great game. Um, I want to talk though about our midfield Um, because so our midfield has been pretty consistent and, and we haven't mentioned them, which, usually uh, denotes a, a stellar midfield um, against mm-hmm. Hartford, you know, for the past few games now, it's been, it's been Jeremy Gray um, where you've seen Nelson Martinez kind of slip in and out or, or somebody yeah. else, maybe yeah, Michael Elvis. Gamble, who's been facil- like I said earlier, has been facilitating a lot of the uh, attack and pushing the ball up the field. Well, he's been on the, on the wing, right though. And then you've got, you got Elvis um, who's also been in the midfield with Gray. And that has been a partnership that you'd think was made, perfectly for itself right you know ammo who's who's done a good job of making interceptions and being kind of uh, ever present on the field and then gray who's just a passing freak of nature he's always his passing stats are just unreal um you know the first game of the season with him partnered with moses neiman you know you're thinking to yourself this is just one of the best midfields in the league uh with what was coming out of them but it's 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 getting weaker i think that midfield i think it's it's not they're not pairing as well um, down the stretch as we were hoping maybe the, the, to, to see that there's not as much st- st- stability, I think. Um, yeah. So gray is, 
you know, he came out of there with, I mean, something like 70, some completed uh, passes. I mean, that unreal 86 or 85% uh, pass completion rate. I mean, numbers that are, are just amazing uh, professional numbers, but not a lot of tackling. Right. And so you yeah. think that gets made up with by ammo, but it's not. And, and he's, he's one drawing fouls and, and, it's just that's frustrating. It's, the midfield is is unfortunately, I think, where we're breaking down the most right now, which is crazy because it's held by two extremely talented individuals. I just don't think play as well together right now. Yeah, that's a shame. But I guess it goes to show you, not every ego, not all the egos are going to mesh well sometimes. Yeah, and just... and maybe maybe they're just both not in the exact right positions, and maybe they're just still learning those positions. I don't know if there's a transition going on there. I, I we don't know we're not sure um we don't know all the comings and goings but uh that's that's yeah. the opinion of a guy who's not paid to to coach soccer so um <laughs> Garay I, I think had a stellar performance um on the passing numbers but that was about it right um and then TKD uh, another player I think that had a great a great performance what you, you had uh some some thoughts on TKD right I think about the shot and the the shot. Oh yes, there was like it was if you missed it because you uh, if you were watching the game and you turned it off after the first ten minutes. I don't blame you because that's when the uh, two penalty shots against our against Lefebvre happened. Uh, the first one, the first penalty, you can argue maybe was a bit soft, just a guy taking a dive right in front of the ref at the right time. The second one, though, was a clear handball, and it just – And but either way, next thing you know, 10 minutes – in the first 10 minutes, well, the first eight minutes of the game, we're already down 2 nothing. We need a, we need something to – some sort of spark to get us back in this game in some manner. And then, uh, you know, we got this amazing thing where uh, – where uh, Alain Andor, who uh, subbed on in the second half, he uh, manages to he manages to beat the keeper just barely, and uh, unfortunately, kind of trips over him. Ends up towards the goal right as TKD gets the ball, and TKD is going towards the goal. He tries to uh, just gently tap it in, and uh, who should save the Pittsburgh? Uh, goal from being scored on but indoors yeah in that bottom left corner i you know so it's like it would be a man of the match save if he did it for our side right yeah (laughs) did a a great job um you know being in the right place helping set that up doing some of the work but man you gotta you gotta place that ball you gotta place that ball brother um how could he know, I guess, is the, is the thing, you know, just it's a tap in, there's no keeper in between the sticks, but. Yeah. And I don't think any, I didn't expect, I don't think he expected Endor would perfectly, you know, end up in the. Of course not. How could stop he? Him, yeah. But he at did, the same time, I guess you could argue maybe he should have chipped it a little bit, but. But Hey, look, you know, TKD is a, is a young professional. He yeah. is, he's a full on pro. He will get there. He, he's got the, you know, he's got the requisite uh, skills, Yep. He'll find his way. Um, as, so said about the, him, yeah, but, as I said in the previous episode, yeah. when we did the deep dive, and we'll probably but, keep talking about him. Dude, but go on. Yeah, dude, place the ball. That's all, man. That's all I got to <laughs> say. Um, but, hey, I'm sure he wants that back. I'm sure he doesn't need to be told that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll move on. But a couple um, of notes, though, on the things you were just saying. So indoor coming on at the second half, um, 
game-changing, I think. Not that Fawole wasn't. I think Fawole had a great first half. Yeah. But Endor, man, he is big, but he is fast, dude. He is so fast. I Oh, yeah. With with the defense, you know, long-legged already for having played 45 minutes and Endor coming on, he made them look like children. You just want him to get the ball in the net because he is yeah. so capable. And we're all, we all know it. We watched him wreck, you know, just wreck shit last season when he came in and yeah. uh we want it to happen um you also you 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 went so i wanted i wanted to say that about indoor but you also you 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 touched over a couple of uh a couple of penalties that i i have to say i have to say you're right i agree with elvis ammo's handball was silly what's your hand doing up there bud what's yeah. your hand doing up there man um back defending i don't know what you're doing he knows he knows he doesn't need to be told he's he's a smart guy he's a great great soccer player um but yeah what are you doing man and then the first one though i do disagree i don't think that was a dive i think shane took too long getting rid of that a uh, very unbecoming of shane shane wheat i think he's a super talented defender and he's been the rock of our defense um maybe not that game but but it, you know this season but he took too long getting rid of that ball. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the defender has every right to get his leg wrapped around like that and, and draw that penalty, or at least at least challenge for that ball. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just think he got played and, and sucks because it's our guy. I want, I want our guy to be, to be right always. But, um, yeah. Personally, I still, I still think that that was kind of a soft foul. Well, we'll go with your opinion because that's, that's in defense of, of our, our yeah. guy. And we but, always yeah. got our guy. We've always whatever got Whatever the thing is, in either case, it was, uh, you know, 2-0 after eight minutes. Fawol yeah. almost got one back uh, when they fouled one of ours in the box. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, so his, unfortunately Jeremy, his was soft. Yeah, Jeremy Greeny, which I've been I've – been, we got to talk about that. Jacob Greeny. Jacob Greeny, excuse oh, me. Yes. Yeah, I'm mixing everybody. So, Jacob Greeny, um, we uh, – I don't think there's an extra E at the end or silent. There, there is. So, this is something – I've been referring to him as Green, but uh, oh. I've been corrected by a bunch of people who were at a game recently. At, okay, and I stand corrected overheard. as well. I well, apologize. No, it's funny because you actually, I think, were the first person to correct me on this. Um, huh. I think on like one of our first podcasts, you said it might be Greeny. And that's what they were yelling on the field uh, Saturday night against New York All Rebels, right. too. And I guess and, I, sometimes you're right before you're wrong. I guess. Well, let's just put it this way. Hey, <laughs> Jacob Green or Greeny, w- the only way we can solve this is if you come on the podcast. So we'll have to have you on sometime. Yeah. Um, and you can – you can solve it. We'll, what we'll do is we'll get all the complicated names uh, done first, um, yes. and we'll just figure out how to say them correctly so we have no more excuses how to mess up names. And yep. and, and then you can tell us your story. But either way. Simon Lefebvre, you're on notice. Uh, yeah. Well, you to Simon have, or Simon, please You, you tell seem me. to have his name. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Simon. Yeah, we don't know that. So um, Jacob does a great job of drawing that penalty. I mean – he he absolutely burns that defender. There he had no right to make that step over and and make uh, who is a, you know someone who is a very very talented defender look like a child. I mean yeah. what a what a move. And of course he has nothing else to do but foul him and, and it results in a penalty, which is I think very smartly given to Josh Fawole. I think that you want to get your number nines moving you want them to have goals you want him to find the back of the net just get that first one shake it off you know just you just shake it off and you get it out of there um but unfortunately he doesn't place it where where you'd want him to place it yeah 
Fawali and Endor, you know, I mean, we saw you saw Musta, you guys saw Mustafa. He kept charging and he got two goals in a single game. You guys will get yours. You yeah. just got to keep pushing that pace. You, you will, man. Um, and it, it doesn't doesn't take a soccer uh, analyst to to know Josh that this you're an individual with a, with bounds of talent. Um, yeah, you're gonna get it, but dude. Head up, man. Just keep driving forward, um, and, and you'll get the back of the net. But, but damn it, that sucked. That did hurt. I think that took the wind out of our sails a little bit. Well, we're, well, we're going to, you know, just, you know, check that game off, do the experience, and uh, do yep. what you can. Hey, man. I don't know. Did, did you have a man of the match that you'd give it to for this? I did. Game? I had Michael Gamble. Um, so, I think our number 10, while him and Gabara both created a lot of the same uh, amount of opportunities, I think that and, – and had around the same passing stats, I think Gamble was the, the, the individual who provided maybe the most uh, promising attack. You know, the, 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 the yeah. attacks or the opportunities that, that created the, the biggest threats. And it had to be Michael Gamble. Um, a big shout-out to our number 10 for getting his, number, his first man of the match, uh, two loud Adams man of the match uh, of the yeah. season – and I think deservedly so. He is continuing to progress in his performance. And I like that. I think that's, that's great to see. Yep. And as for me, uh, I repeat that if Endor made that save for us instead of against us, I, I would have given him the man of the match. But <laughs> as it stands, honestly, I think I'll just go with yours because I didn't really have, an, cause I didn't really have one for this, this time around. I love I, it. So I'll let you say I abstain and I – defer to uh my other the other adam here on there it is decision so two loud adams man of the match for the river rounds game is michael gamble take a bow man you've earned it absolutely very very much so you've earned it man okay shout out so so i guess real we'll quick have... let's just let's jump let's transition um i'm gonna say let's do a quick shout out a word from our sponsors uh which is going to come a word from from us which is uh, a big thanks to the Loudon Stampede. They are the official supporters group for Loudon United. They have events of all types and uh, philanthropic events included, you know, all, all sorts of, sort of big things that they, they do around the community, um, the community service and whatnot included. But they, they also throw away game viewing parties. And uh, I, I know that they, they'd really appreciate to have any Stampede members uh, that are interested in you know, coming out and joining for the next game viewing party, which is against Hartford Athletic September 5th at Solace Brewing Company. So if you're, if you're in the Stampede or even if you're probably interested in just joining, get out there, kickoffs at 7 o'clock p.m., Solace Brewing Company, get there early. You know, I, I know that it's an indoor facility. It's big. It's open air and it's it's uh it's a lot of space so plenty of opportunity to socially distance in there but they do have a capacity limit so get there early get there at 6 30 um meet some of the stampede folks they're, they're a great group um even if they don't always agree with our man of the match decisions and uh yeah you know go give them a shout out and, and join them and have a beer and see uh consider joining yeah yeah. As long and, as you're willing to do it in a safe manner, we all yeah. know that uh, you know COVID nineteen is making that decision a little harder than it should be these days. But uh, right. however you choose to support this team yeah. is a good one. And check them out online too. They're at uh, loudenstampede.com or loudenstampede.org. They've got both of those. So yeah. All right. All right. Season so far, Group F. Where are we at, yeah. man? 
Well, it's not great, not terrible, in the words of a uh, character from a certain character from uh, Chernobyl. It might be. It might be terrible, but <laughs> I, we're I not. We're not at the. We're not last place. That's there. We that's go. A silver lining. That honor goes to the Philly Junior. Uh, and I think junior. you know at this point. Maybe playoffs are out of the question. Playoffs, playoffs, are probably out of the question. Probably, I think uh, right now we need a. I mean, it's not mathematically we're still in it, but we need a lot of luck. Yeah, and goal differentials. Bad happen. luck, at least on Hartford's point part, if not also New York Red Bulls two's part. Yeah, to, and and uh, Philly too has got a bunch of games in hand also, which doesn't help things. But luckily for us, they don't have easy teams to play. They, they just lost a, an out-of-group F game against – I can't even remember who it was, like North Carolina FC. It wasn't an easy game. And then they play, I think, Tampa Bay Rowdies next, and they've been wow. absolutely murdering. So we're, we're lucky in that regard. Um, yeah, but, the Rowdy bunch has been uh, terrorizing the USL for a while now. Yeah, especially this season. they got goals coming from all sorts of players um, all over the field, including, I think, his first pro goal for – excuse me, not first pro goal, but first goal for – Tampa Bay Rowdies down there was uh, our former number nine and captain Kyle Murphy, but uh, hey, Kyle, good for him last week. Um, but either way, we're, we're not in a good spot. We got five points. Um, we are eleven points out of a playoff position, and, and a minus twelve goal differential. Well, and well, fourteen uh, if you consider the two that Hartford had. Yeah, Hartford. good point. So we're we're not in a position where we're really in contention. And only New York Rebels too really at this point has an opportunity to challenge for a playoff position. But I think our a victorious season would be finishing third above New York Red Bulls to eliminating them from opportunity for the opportunity of, uh, of, I think a fifth or a sixth consecutive playoff berth. I don't think they've ever missed the playoffs, um, which is, well, we may not win, but we can drag them down with us. That's right. So we're <laughs> going to do that. That's the spirit. Um, so that I think that's the I think that's the goal moving forward, right? Is is Group F games are of utmost importance, um, especially against those two teams, Philly Union two and, and New York Red Bulls two. So yeah, yeah, the Mid Atlantic uh, Mid Atlantic rivalry we'll call it Derby, something like that. All right, so that's do enough. We use, do we use Derby in America? I wonder. Dar- Derby, Derby, we're Derby, but yeah, Derby. Yeah, yeah, Derby. So um, yeah. Okay. So, so to uh, move on to our next, maybe last segment for this episode. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so every episode, I try and uh, do a little bit of research into uh, you know players that have come up uh, through the DC United Academy who are currently playing on the team, either you know as a stop to go to college or hopes of turning pro or a little of both. Loudon Academy Spotlight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to hype you up. Trying to hype you up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We'll get like, we'll probably get like an actual sound drop in the future. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe. Those are high hopes. But We're just doing this acapella for now. But I'll, I'll tell you all right now, from my perspective, w- whenever uh, Adam Mendelovitz does the this segment, it's something that we don't really talk about beforehand. So I'm always really excited to get to the spotlight. I know who it's going to be. I'm not telling you, unless he just did. I might have missed it. But I love this segment because I learned so much about the players just from – I don't know how he gets this this, this intel, but he, he digs in the craziest places. So what can I say? Going. A lot of research and maybe hacking into uh, government servers. Oh, geez. I don't know if I'm admitting to any of that. But I'm gonna Look, go, I'm all gonna I do is I Google. I mean, that's what the government does too. They just don't want to admit it. 
I love it. All right. But in all, all, right. seri but in all seriousness, yeah. though. Born in Alexandria, Virginia, the night and uh, 19 turning 20 later this month, Alexon Saravia Zambrano, or just Alexon Saravia, or apparently as a lot of uh, TV and stream announcers keep calling him Saveria because they, I was gonna say, yeah. they can't read where the R and the V go in his last name. It's not just one, a bunch of them. I don't know if yeah, like famous five. Saveria. I've heard that at least five different, you know, announcers. Different five games, different yeah, streams. sets of announcers saying Savaria, I think is what they've been yeah, and Saravia. Yeah, it's, there's, an, there's an R before there's a V, guys. I don't know. Like, I can understand if you're confusing him for Joseo Saravia, who, uh, while I was looking up info on Alexon Saravia, it turns out that we had another DC United, uh, uh, DC United Academy player with the name of Saravia a few years ago, oh, graduated in 2017. Enough. He was born, this guy, a goalkeeper born in Gainesville. Last I checked, he, uh, played like two or three games for the Salvadoran side Independiente, but uh, oh, we're not focusing, but we're not focusing on him today. Uh, maybe we can do him like a retrospective anyways. Yeah. Um, so Alexon Saravia, an American Salvadoran footballer playing for uh, Loud United, born in Alexandria, Virginia. So real close to the capital. He's uh, played, he was he was uh, there at the uh, almost at the start of the uh, of the team, June 2019, and uh, we'll say he's been a pretty stalwart defender on the wing there for a guy who was initially scouted as a midfielder. Uh, he prefers to play on the um, preferably he's playing on the right side. Am I right? The most recent games, actually, I think all season long, yeah. I think he even started as our right back uh, in that Philly 2 game up in – it used to be called Subaru Park. I don't know what their stadium is called anymore, but we all drove up there and got I got frozen for that game. Oh, yeah. I was there too. It was <laughs> – I was probably, you know, kind of crazy, but at the same time, it's, you know, why we're uh, hardcore fans, aren't we? Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. It was a great time. I, I wish we were still able to do road trips and drive up and, and freeze our bums off um, in, in cold weather and, and enjoy other cities. I, I love that part of it. Hopefully you know, we'll I, get to do that again next year, but yeah. let's get back, but yeah, let's sorry. get to, we're getting off topic here. So anyway, Saravia, he was, uh, though he was born in Virginia, he had his, through his family ties, he's eligible to join the El Salvador's uh, national team. And he has actually appeared uh, in a few matches for their U-17 roster uh, as a midfielder, funny enough. Oh, fair. Well, I mean, he seems more than capable of playing forward uh, or further forward than a defensive position. So it doesn't surprise me at all that he, he played uh, as a midfield role, even on the, on the wing or as a central midfielding role. Yeah. And uh, on top, I'm trying to think. Did he? Sorry about that. I just my brain just kind of fizzed out a little bit. But yeah, he's uh, he's done he's done that. He um, while he was in the academy, he made uh, eight appearances, five of them starts during the 2019 season, and uh, eventually, and he's got some really good. Uh, Stats on clearances, on inter making interceptions, and uh, if you've been watching some of the more recent games, he's been putting in crosses uh, 
as he comes down the as he comes down the side on the wing. Mm. Um, he was, and he's. Um, admittedly, I'm not entirely sure if he's uh, where's high school, what he's been doing for high school. But what I will say is that uh, he's apparently uh, deciding to jump in with both feet on the uh, pro, going pro. He's hasn't. Oh. Uh, he signed an official senior contract uh, at the at the beginning of the year 2020 or this year. So, and he's signed up about the same time with uh, Brandon Williamson. Oh, well, that's uh, great news for us. Um, yeah, just seeing that the potential as we have him for the future. I think that he's he's been an integral part. Um, and I think that we we noticed what it was like not to have him on the field against Pittsburgh. I think that we, we really could have used them out there. Indeed. Anyways, um, so he's like TKD, as I said earlier, you know, he's uh, betting on himself that he can uh, make something of himself going pro. And uh, I hope it works out for him, especially because unlike TKD, you're kind of in a position where it's very important, but unlike him, you don't get as much recognition for being, you know, on the wing back. Yeah. So, and that's also kind of why uh, you kind of have to measure his success in clearances, interceptions, and crosses, and occasionally assists, as opposed to uh, you know being able to score goals and uh, that and that like that shows up on the stat sheet more uh, frequently. Sure. Okay. I'm I'm sorry if my my voice made it sound like I was being morbid at the end. I apologize. No, for not that. at all. I, you totally yeah. made sense. I, well, and uh, also the and also you know the fact that he made the El Salvadoran U uh, seventeen roster during the Con Kikaf U seventeen championship while they were playing in Panama might have even fought against the uh, I haven't looked this up but he might have even fought against uh, some of the other guys on a roster right now when he, uh, they were in the played, US side. He played for the El Salvadorian team. You said yeah. Um, okay, so the, the youth side. So then, this other Sarvia also played on the El Salvador. Are they? Are they yep, he was on the he was on the U 17s as well. Are they related by chance? Do we know? It's, we there's a small possibility, but I doubt it, considering they were born in different parts of Virginia, just a few years uh, okay. apart. This is this is I look. This is the uh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Sarvia is not too uncommon for a Salvadoran name, but. You know, okay. come, if I'm wrong, uh, Alexon, just uh, come on, come on the show and uh, berate us for it again. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll invite both fullbacks on to uh, to berate us and let us know. Um, and if you know Jose Saravia, if you can get a message to him on is on Independiente FC, uh, sure. <laughs> we don't want him on the show. We want you on the show. <laughs> um, so, all right. So then, perfect. Uh, is, is there anything else on the uh, uh, the Alexon front? Uh, I think you know he has a he might have a bright future if he uh, feels like uh, pursuing uh, professional soccer and being on the yeah. Salvadoran uh, you know the the full the first team the men's side. He's definitely got a bright future. Yeah, I think that it's it's easy to see that. Um, I know personally uh, he was partnered with me on the FIFA uh, the US, oh, yes, the USL East, the esports e- league that was e- running USL during the uh, suspension. Yep, that's right. The USL E Cup. We we were partnered together for that, and I had some opportunities to uh, practice uh, playing FIFA with him and talk to him. He he's a big fan of shoes. He's got a lot of shoes. He told me told me about a couple of the 
the, the sick new shoes he was getting in at the time. Um, I think that's probably a pro, uh, pro professional sports um, oh, yeah, definitely. player thing in general. You got, you got to have your shoes. I, I guess he, he said that to me and I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what I, I got boots. I don't know, <laughs> man. But uh, yeah, so there was that. And, and he's a stud on the sticks too. So he's, he certainly knows what he's doing. Um, and, unfortunately we didn't get to advance too much in that tournament, but yeah. Uh, I but think if he had been able to choose his team though, he definitely could have dominated. Yeah. We got Denmark. Um yeah, I still, I still don't yeah. love. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I never understood why. Sorry to the, sorry to any Danish listeners out there, but uh, no, nothing against. Look, you guys got a great soccer team, but your FIFA team is not great when you have to play Brazil. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you know FIFA, it's not. That's not how it works. So it's just outclassed. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then you know, pretty much closing up for the episode, uh, a quick note, um, you know, with this upcoming game against Hartford and then the home game against Philly too. I think the, the biggest takeaway thus far this season is, is goals, right? We have, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't scored a lot, um, yeah. but, but also we have let in a goal every single game. This is the, the most glaring stat I think, you could probably say so. We've let in a goal every single game, with Except the exception of Philly two away. That was a scoreless draw. It was a scoreless draw. Yet yeah, before, so we we've had no clean sheets. And that was before the suspension. Yep, yep. So no clean sheets. But yeah, after including the suspension, win, zero clean sheets, including our win against uh, ten man New York Red Bulls two. Um, yeah. We, we also in that one we still allowed a goal. So I, big takeaways are man we got to stop we got we got to get the midfield under control we got to stop leaking goals and we got to start producing them at the same time so uh that's all that's that that's like how, how do we fix what's going on right now you um you score more goals it's like it's easy to say it right because i'm saying to a microphone it's much harder yeah, i hear that uh, you gotta you gotta win a game you gotta score more points than the other guys points. that's right so um, so that's it. That's, uh, that's the, the episode. Thanks everybody for, for coming right. out and listening. Um, and as for- always, my name is Adam and That's right. And I'm, I'm Adam Davis. And this is two loud Adams. Stay loud and united. Cheers guys. The two loud Adams podcast is proudly sponsored by the Loudon stampede, the official supporters group for Loudon United and hosted by Adam Davis and Adam Mendelovitz. The executive producer is Mike Myers. If you'd like to be a part of our sponsorship, then hit the follow button and reach out. Cheers for now.